Hey, Shakers, and welcome to Worth Your Salt, the podcast that shakes up your marketing game in the health and wellness industry. Worth Your Salt is brought to you every Thursday by Salt Marketing. Salt Marketing helps health and wellness practitioners build trust and authority to attract a steady stream of inbound wellness seekers. For more information, you can visit us online at saltmarketing.co. I'm Jennifer Oroqua, StoryBrand Certified Guide, Marketing Strategist with Salt Marketing, and your host for today's episode of Worth Your Salt. Now, if your efforts to serve as many people as possible have included things like organizing or attending local events, investing in paid online advertising, or even collaborating with social media influencers, you might begin to feel a little bit of burnout, like you've tried it all. And while these tactics can yield results, they often demand substantial time, effort, and resources with no guarantee of success. What I recently learned is that there is a better way to elevate your presence, establish authority in the marketplace, and foster meaningful connections with your ideal clients. I'm talking about something my guest today calls partnership marketing, a powerful strategy that has been gaining momentum in the health and wellness industry. Specifically, we're talking about the incredible potential of podcast guesting. So no matter how introverted you may be, how intimidated you might be by this idea, my guest today is here to explain that by simply sharing your expertise, your insights, and your unique perspectives, you can captivate listeners. You can demonstrate your authority and build trust in ways you didn't even know were possible. Dustin Reekman is not only the owner of Simple Success Coaching, but also the mastermind behind Podcast Profits Accelerator, an intensive program that teaches us mere mortals how to become superstar podcast guests. Dustin, I cannot wait to explore this topic with you today. Thank you so much for joining me on Worth Your Salt. Hey, Jennifer, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to dive into this topic. So first, Dustin, you have shared that you realize the power of partnership marketing and more specifically podcast guesting by doing it yourself. So tell me a little bit about that journey and your previous businesses that benefited. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a partner in a physical product business called Fire Creek Snacks. So we sell basically healthy meat sticks and... Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll save you the full backstory, but basically we were humming along, traveling to trade shows, sampling, which is obviously one of the best ways to sell food. And then COVID happened. So this mm. was our, our COVID moment. And so we quickly had to pivot and figure out how are we going to change our marketing? And so I had you know seen other brands and founders telling their stories on podcasts. I was always a podcast listener. It's like, there's got to be something to this because there's been a lot of time on these podcasts. So I dove into that world and summer 2020, I got on my very first podcast as a guest and got some sales, built some relationships, found that it was a lot of fun. So I just kind of started repeating that throughout 2020. Um, was on about a dozen podcasts talking about Fire Creek Snacks. And people started taking notice of that and how I was doing it. And then people started coming to me for advice on how to help them with their business and use podcast guesting. So over the course of the past several years, Almost 90% of my life now on the business side is spent on this topic of podcast guesting. But that's that's how I got into it. It was actually applying it for a real business. Yeah. So I mentioned in the open that we're all doing all the things. We're doing email, we're doing social media, we're making sure we get X number of touches. Why would I want to add going on someone else's podcast to my to-do list? Yeah. Well, I, I think even before I talk about podcast guesting specifically, you mentioned partnership marketing. And so... I think if I define that, then it might give some light bulbs to some of the, you know, some of the practitioners listening on how this bigger picture works. And we can zoom in the podcast guesting specifically. So when I talk about partnership marketing, in a really simple terms, it's getting you in front of your target audience by leveraging someone else's audience and doing it in a way that's win, win, win. So mm. me as the brand, I win because I get exposure, I get in front of my ideal clients. The person who already has aggregated that audience. 
in this in this example, a podcast host, they get a win because it's fresh content, it's a new perspective, it's a new relationship for them, and then ultimately their audience wins because you know when I come on and I'm and I'm being interviewed, I'm serving that audience, I'm teaching them, I'm inspiring them, and so there's it, no one loses, right? Like it's, mm-hmm, it's better yeah. for everybody. All three yeah. parties, guest, host, and audience, all win, and so podcast guesting is a vehicle for doing this. But if you think of other applications like for Fire Creek, a big one has been subscription boxes. So we might put a product into a subscription box. That's a win for us because it's in front of our ideal client. We might get paid at least at least a reduced rate for that product. The host, or in this case, the box owner, mm-hmm. uh, gets a win because they get a fresh product and they constantly need new products to feature. And of course, their audience, their subscribers get a win of trying something new. So this could be a lunch and learn. This could be a TV interview. It could be speaking from a stage. They're all just different forms of getting you and your expertise featured in front of your target market, really without having to pay for it in almost all cases. So all that said, uh, so podcast guesting is obviously one example of that. And it's my favorite. It's the one I've really leaned into and leveraged for my own businesses and helping others. <laughs> like you said, you can do all the things. And you know, it's not like podcast guesting has to be exclusive, but I really think it's universally applicable really to any kind, anyone with any kind of expertise. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of benefits to it. Um, and and you, you're the, you're the ninja marketer uh, building <laughs> websites and doing, doing all the things, but yeah. you know, in a basic sense, it's worth doing because number one, it's very targeted. You get in front of your ideal, you know, customers in marketing. We talk a lot about like build or building trust. So no like and trust someone before you'll buy from them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in traditional digital marketing, that might mean 70 touch points of emails and, you know, uh, online ads and billboards and direct mail and like all these different things we can do. And that can work over time. But with podcast guesting specifically, you can actually build out that entire cycle in one interview. Mm-hmm. People really get to know you. It's 30 minutes, 45 minutes. You're often telling very transparent, like emotional stories about why you do what you do. And so you can just really connect and it's long form educational content that's really unlike any other medium. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's one reason why I would say podcast guesting specifically. Another reason would be it's free. I mean, you <laughs> devote some of your time, but effectively you just show up and get interviewed and you're going to be talking about what you love to talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's also fun. So yeah. it's free. It's fun. It's really effective. It's evergreen. So once you record an episode, it's searchable. People can find it, you know, years down the road. I, I literally get people from three years ago who still reach out. Yeah, I heard your interview about Fire Creek Snacks. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that was from fall of 2020. Um, <laughs> and then the final thing I would say real tactically, if if your listeners are wanting to improve their, their SEO, their search engine optimization, podcast guesting is a great way to build backlinks, mm-hmm. meaning people link to your website as part of their show notes. Mm-hmm. So like Fire Creek, for example, we have shopify.com slash Fire Creek Snacks. <laughs> so it's a, it's a yeah. very powerful uh, yeah, search engine optimization benefit as well. So and, and there's more benefits. Actually, the biggest benefit of all is the relationship building that happens. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure we'll get into that in more depth as, uh, as we move on. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I've experienced so much of this firsthand, but I know you have a million success stories. So can you share some specific examples of how being a podcast guest has helped the people that you've taught this to to grow their businesses? I've had over 200 clients. <laughs> so it's like uh, it's a loaded question. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think on the on the front end of this, uh, a kind of a small example that I love is a guy. His name's Tyler. He's a fourth generation rancher out in California. And they sell chickens, right? So they sell like really 
high-end organic uh, chicken. Hmm. And so they've always done that locally, farmers markets, wholesale accounts. And so he came to me and he's like, I'm really wanting to sell my chicken online, but it's really expensive. Uh, it's way different than what people buy at the supermarket. I was like, podcast guests can be a great format because you can actually tell about your family's history, the story behind the ranch, why this mm -hmm. chicken's different, why it's so much better, why it's so expensive. Mm -hmm. And so I helped him in uh, in our in our program and he pitched his very first podcast. They said yes. He did the interview. It got published and he sold his very first online order ever from that. So like, you know, did that change his whole life? I don't know. I, I hope it does. But <laughs> it did like completely change his perspective on what's possible because yeah. now he's actually doing it. So I would say that's an example on one end of the spectrum. Uh, you know, a more ex extreme example, John Meese, who runs group coaching programs. So he, he had been on like 50 podcasts and he'd always been on there talking about his books or mm -hmm. he was always kind of unstructured and just there was really no intention. There was no clear call to action. So he was doing it a lot, but he was getting pretty much no revenue mm -hmm. out of it. And so we worked together and it was much more at a strategic mm -hmm. level to say, why are you doing this? What's going to be the structure? What, what's going to be the call to action at the end? And so he added six figures of recurring revenue to his business through podcast guesting through just a few appearances, because for him, we targeted larger shows and you know he has more credibility. And so obviously very life-changing for him as well. And it was, he was actually doing something he was already doing, but just doing mm -hmm. it in a more strategic and intentional way. Yeah. That's amazing. And having been through your, um, your VIP day myself, you know, I, I know that there's a lot of strategy behind it, but, and, and maybe, maybe your, your, um, story about the, the chicken ranch, um, answers this question, but I was, I was wondering, and I'm thinking my audience is wondering, is there a specific level of experience or expertise you need in order to become a podcast guest? You should be an expert in what you love to do. So you know, again, if you're a, a wellness coach, I'm sure you could talk all day about what you do and why you do it. And that, that's really the critical thing I, I find with podcast guesting. If you want to be interesting and compelling, you really just need to answer the question, why do you do what you do? Like, hmm. how do you get into this? Why is this important for people? What are the benefits? And so as long as you can talk about that, and almost anyone who's practicing in a specific field could do that, you're going to be great. And you don't have the pressure of you know, like a live TV interview, or you have to you have mm -hmm. to get it done in thirty seconds. It's kind of a low. It's just yep. a really low pressure way to get your message out because you're effectively just having a conversation with one other human and telling them what you do and answering their questions. And so some people are very intimidated at first, but they they quickly break through that. And there's a woman named Julie who's in one of my programs. She works for nonprofit organizations, and she's kind of a shy, mm -hmm. you know, reserved person. What's really ironic with her is she she'll go speak as like a keynote speaker at a, at a conference for nonprofits. Not scared at all to do that. We, she was in my mm -hmm. program. She's a complete expert. Like we wrote her, we helped her write a pitch like to get on these to get on shows, and it was awesome. I was like, this is like one of the best best most compelling you know pitches I've ever seen. And then mm -hmm. we got to the point in the program where we send it out to the we found the podcast she should be on. We get ready to send it, and she's like, I can't send this. Like, why? Oh, no. why? She's like, because I'm terrified to be interviewed. I was like, you stand in front of like crowds of people and talk. So, like, yeah, but that's like, I'm in control of that. Like, this is a conversation. Mm -hmm. They can ask me anything. And so yeah. we, we worked through that though, because that's a coachable thing. Right. And like, we did a mock interview. Um, she got on some very small podcasts where there's like very, very little pressure. And she eventually mm -hmm. found that she actually loved it. She's a, she's a real success story. But I think of her every time someone says, I'm scared or like, I'm not sure I could do this. I'm like, you can do it. 
uh, you might just need a little encouragement or, or some examples or some, some things to, uh, to make you feel really confident heading into the interviews. All right, Dustin, I'm sure we're all thinking about how we can learn to do this. We do need to take a quick sponsorship break right now. But when we return, I want to hear more about how you developed your podcasting profit system. Stay with us. The Worth Your Salt podcast is grateful to our partners and sponsors, including Keep. Keep CRM provides sales and marketing automation for health and wellness businesses, allowing you to organize everything. With Keep, your new leads get personalized interaction from you without it taking up your time. Once those leads become clients, Keep CRM creates a frictionless customer journey at a level that makes your clients say, You just get me. Trustworthiness, dependability, and expertise are what matters to consumers in health and wellness, and 44% of them say they won't buy if you don't follow up quickly. Much more than just another email platform, Keep provides the marketing, sales, e-commerce, and customer lifecycle tools you need to create strong relationships. As your Keep certified partner, the Salt Marketing team will guide you to the Keep CRM solution that works for you. Download your copy of Keep's comprehensive guide to lifecycle marketing at saltmarketing.co/keep. That's saltmarketing.co/keep to get the peace of mind that comes from an organized, personalized, automated workflow. I'm back here on the Worth Your Salt podcast with Dustin Reekman, owner of Simple Success Coaching. So Dustin, what advice would you give to health and wellness practitioners who are new to podcast guesting and want to start leveraging this strategy to grow their business? Yeah. So I think if we start with the framework, it'll start to paint a lot of clarity for like, what's the first step? What's the next step? Yeah. Um, and then people can decide, is this something I want to go do on my own? Do I want to hop into a course? Do I want some like live coaching? Yeah. Let's so, talk about that. Yeah. So the as, as you're aware, Jennifer, so we talk about a, a 5P framework for profitable podcast guesting. I know that's a mouthful. Too many P's in my life. But, um, <laughs> so the 5 P's, I'll say them and then I'll go through each of them. It's purpose, plan, pitch, perform, and profit. Right. And so that's a very intentional order that we work with entrepreneurs and in this case, practitioners. So we start with purpose. And this is very often overlooked, <laughs> um, but it's, it's answering a very important question. Why? Like, why would I want to be on a podcast? And we spent a lot of the first segment talking about lots of reasons why you might want to be on a podcast. Mm -hmm. But you should have really good clarity about why you'd want to do it before you start. So if, but if you're listening, you're like, okay, I've got, I've got a, several reasons why I think this is a great move for my business. Then we can move on to step two. And step two is plan. And that's just simply which podcast do I want to target? So once I know why I want to be on shows, then that informs me on which ones I want to go try to be on. And, and we, you know, obviously coach people through how to find them, how to do that efficiently, how to find really uh, rich, profitable podcasts that serve your purpose. So step one is purpose, two is plan, three is pitch. So once you have identified shows you want to be on, you have to ask to be on them. And so a lot of people don't realize this. It's like they see, they listen to a podcast and they assume every guest has like personal relationship with the host, their buddies from high school mm -hmm. or something. You know, it's like mm -hmm. and actually in almost yeah. every case that guest has pitched or, you know, compelled the host and said, Hey, I can serve your audience in a really great way. Here's what I can teach. Here's what I can share. Would you like me to be on your show? And that's actually how this usually happens. So mm -hmm. doing that in a really compelling, cool way. That's not icky and cold outreach, like almost everything we all receive, um, sets mm -hmm. you apart and gets you, gets you yeses. So, the very the first twelve shows I pitched back starting in twenty twenty, I got yeses from, which is really unusual. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, I figured out it was just the way I was doing it was more effective than most people. So, and you've seen that, like mm -hmm. it's a it's a three step um, template mm -hmm. that we use to help people pitch. 
But step three is pitch. Step four is perform. These shows have said yes to me. How do I prepare? You know, like, and like, what do I say in the mm-hmm. interview? And so we, we work through like compelling introduction, which stories do you want to share? How do you prove that you're credible? Um, and then, you know, like, what's your call to action is probably the most important thing is what are you going to say at the end of the interview that compels that listener to take the next step with you, whatever that next step is in your sales process. So that's perform. And then step five is profit. So once we've got these assets of podcast appearances, how do we leverage each of them? And so, you know, you talked about the accelerator. That's like what that's like 10 weeks of that. So, so there's there's a lot mm-hmm. of things you can do to leverage. And I've, and I've touched on a lot of them at a high level. That's that's the key is step five. So you you can just get on podcast for the sake of getting on podcast. That would be the first four steps. You know, knowing why you want to do it, finding them, pitching them, and then performing well. But in my world and what I love to do is then leverage that for profit, right? And so leverage that for mm-hmm. growing the business. And that that's the fifth step. Yeah, that's absolutely. And, and using that framework, I can see how it really builds authority and creates that loyal following. I want to go back to something that you said earlier that that one of the main benefits of being a guest on podcasts is that it's free. And there are plenty of services that will charge you to get you placed on podcasts. Should Should we pay to be podcast guests? Yeah, this is kind of a hot button thing for me. Um, <laughs> there's kind of two two versions of paying for being on podcast. One would be should you pay like the host to be on their show? I've never mm-hmm. paid to be on a podcast. There's a lot of there's more and more of that where it's like you you apply or you you say hey I'd like to be on your show and they're like great it's 200 bucks or I just I just mm-hmm. skip those. I feel like they're not they don't have the right heart for what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So my short answer on that side is no. This other part of the question, which is what you actually asked, is should I hire like a podcast booking agency? So I can go pay someone, hey, I'm gonna give you five thousand dollars, you're gonna get me on, you know, five or ten shows. My answer to that is almost never would I recommend that if you're trying to build your business with this. So mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, I'm uh I'm an author and my publisher says I have to be on 10 shows, I don't really want to do anything with them. I just need to say I've been on 10 shows. Yeah, maybe that's okay because like it, it mm-hmm. cuts out a lot of work. You just show up on the shows. But in the way that I look at this and that framework I just laid out, there should actually be a strategy behind why you're on a particular show and what you're going to do there. And if you go hire an agency, they literally just put you on random shows. They, you, you may say, I want to be in mm-hmm. this market. And they're going to go to their Rolodex and say, oh, I always send people to these same five podcasts in that market. So I'm going to do that because it's super easy. And so to me, it's it's kind of a waste, right? It's expensive for one. Yeah. Um, it's way cheaper to actually hire a virtual assistant to run the system for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things we help people do. Mm-hmm. That's way cheaper. Then it's an asset of your own business. So like, even if that virtual assistant left, you have all the procedures, you have the systems, you have the pitch email, you have all that stuff as, a, as an actual marketing asset that you own versus like mm-hmm. renting access through some podcast booking agency who's not doing it strategically and does has no back end like there is no profit there is no step five um so mm. short answer no i don't really see any good scenario for paying to rent yeah. access to a guest opportunity or to you know actually get access to the host so i was wondering i i, I want to kind of get into the perform aspect of the the peas are there any must-have elements that make a podcast appearance impactful and memorable for the audience i know you have a magical post-it note <laughs> strategy for your guest appearances. Yeah, there's there's two big elements. I mean, there's obviously a really cl- you know clear introduction if you're going to introduce yourself. Um, you did a wonderful job introducing me. I didn't have to do that, but you know, having like a one-liner where 
you right off the bat, like people understand you, they lean in because you talk about the problems that they have and that that's who you help. So introduction mm-hmm. and then on the that's the front end. And then at the very end, having a clear call to action, like what should they do next? Like those two are, are important elements, but that's pretty much the same in every show, right? Like that's repeatable. The other two elements, which I think is is more the the essence of your question. I talk about mini stories and credibility highlights. And really all that means is what are some stories, like real personal stories? Usually it's going to be tied to why you do what you do. But like, what are some personal stories you can share in the interview that people would remember? And then the other thing would be credibility highlights. So that's like, why should people care about you? Um, I talked about having 200 clients that I've done this really niche podcast guesting thing with. That's a credibility highlight. Like That makes people be like, okay, I think I can... I can, uh, I can really trust Dustin. You know, like there's credibility there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so if you're thinking about your your wellness practice, maybe it's your favorite client or someone who had this procedure and it changed their life. You want to make sure you talk about that, right? Because that that's that could be both a endearing mini story and that in that case that could also be a credibility highlight. So having those is important, just kind of in your back pocket. And then the the magic post-it note that that I love I love to have. Um, it's if you just imagine like li- literally just a little square post-it note. I will have the host name in case like it's not visible on the screen. I'm they keep saying, "Hey, Dustin." I'm like, "Hey," you know, that's really awkward. So <laughs> having those, <laughs> hey, buddy, yeah. So having the host name is is really good. And I'll put I'll put one or two of these just a prompt like. Um, third generation Jerseyville or something, right? And like that would be my prompt. So when the opportunity arises, I can remember like that's a story I want to tell. And then same thing for credibility highlights. So I might put sampled five thousand, you know, people as as an example. And then the other things that would go on this note, if there's like a lightning round, like I know you have, um, like you want to know that in advance. And so then you would have your answers there so that you're not like blanking when you're being interviewed. And then the final thing, I always put my call to action on there. So if I'm going to send them to a URL or if there's like a coupon code or whatever, just so you, again, you don't blank on it. Mm-hmm. It's easier to, to remember. Um, yeah. So I put that in a post-it note. People can't see me, but it's on my computer right now. It's kind of like uh, an athlete prepares for a game. That's like, that's my pregame prep is simply making this mm-hmm. little post-it note. And it almost always says the same stuff on it, but other than the host mm-hmm. name, but it's still, I, I like to I like to create it fresh each time. Yeah, that is brilliant insight. I hope everybody who's listening is writing all of this down, but we're going to take another quick break, Dustin. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Worth Your Salt podcast, and today I'm talking with Dustin Reekman, owner of Simple Success Coaching. Over the last several years, Dustin has taught countless students how to leverage guest podcasting and increase their authority and grow their businesses. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so be sure to join us over on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, and let us know if you're inspired to share your knowledge on a podcast. So Dustin, once we get that first yes from a host, what strategies do we use to maximize our visibility from that appearance? First and foremost, we leverage the episode itself. So once you get a yes, you're going to schedule an interview, then you're going to be interviewed, and then there's often like a lag when it gets published. And so once it's published, though, typically that host is going to come back and say, hey, Jennifer, here's your episode. Um, Maybe here's a little video clip or here's some art or whatever that we've created for the show. And so at that point, I always use that as a prompt to spread the message about that direct episode wherever I can. So again, that could be your Facebook page, LinkedIn, maybe you have an email list. Mm-hmm. Just just go spread the word. Say, hey, I was recently featured on the show. I'd love for you to check it out. Leave a leave a rating or a review. And so that's a good that's a source of goodwill to the host. 
but it's also like the first kind of dose of traffic and credibility to your target market. Hmm. So that that would be step one. And then from there, it, this would depend on your your marketing needs. And again, maybe you strategize with Jennifer <laughs> about this, but all the different ways you can repurpose this, right? So maybe you feature the cover art of the podcast on your website as seen on. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you take a clip of this. And if it's a video, especially, or you can actually use AI tools and make little videos, but mm-hmm. maybe you take the best 60 seconds or a couple 30 second clips and you use those in, on your website or on your LinkedIn page or you know, wherever is appropriate. Um, so that would be you know, kind of repurposing 101. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, we can go deeper with this too. Uh, one, of the, one of the strategies we talk about in that step five profit is basically like harvesting opportunity from the guest list. And again, I don't want to go over people's heads, but just to kind of paint a picture of what's possible. Let's say you're on a show and they've interviewed 100 other people in your space. You might look through that list or eventually have a virtual assistant do this for you. We'll look through this list of other people that have been interviewed and we'll say, oh, that person's a potential client. This person is a potential referral partner. Hmm. Uh, This person has a podcast. Maybe I want to go be on it too. And so we kind of have these three buckets and we basically take former guests and we put them in buckets. And then we will, as appropriate, connect with them, usually on LinkedIn in our case, and then we'll have a conversation and we'll, you know, we'll see where that leads. So depending on your business model, your sales flow, you know, who, who you're targeting and who you'd want to have as a referral partner, there's lots of different ways to leverage that guest list. Um, and so that would, that would be, that's where my mind would go as far as really leveraging each opportunity. That's one of the big strategies. Yeah, that's brilliant. That little nugget right there is worth the price of admission today. <laughs> so uh, I'm wondering if you have seen or heard or used any creative ways to engage the podcast host. You know, you were saying earlier, it's like they went to high school together or something like that. But is there is there a way to engage the podcast host during the interview and after that makes the, the podcast itself more compelling? After the interview, I would say you can be in the top 5% of guests by simply leaving an iTunes review after the interview and mm-hmm. sharing that episode to LinkedIn or wherever once. Like uh, literally, so, if so so I have that prompt now. Someone When someone says, hey, your show's been published, I get on my phone for Apple iTunes. Mm-hmm. I'll just get on there, leave my five-star review. I'll write a little couple sentences about the experience and I'll let them know, hey, I left you a five-star review. And then I'm sharing it on LinkedIn and I'll tag them. You know, like that's super, that really makes you endeared to the host yeah. because mo- almost no guests do that. Absolutely. And that's going to make them want to refer you to their friends and be like, this gal was a great guest. And they're going to always think of you positively just by doing yep. that. It takes literally five minutes and, and yep. it will separate you in, in a big way. I can I can attest to that right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so give us a review on, on Apple Podcasts. That'd be fantastic. So we've teased it long enough. If our listeners want to know more, if they want to get in on the next VIP day or connect with you, where can they go? Sure. Yeah, so our website is simplesuccesscoaching.com and the VIP day is very simply simplesuccesscoaching.com slash VIP. So if you just go to simplesuccesscoaching slash VIP, that'll give you all the details. We typically are running these around once a month or every other month. Mm -hmm. Um, They're limited to uh, 10 people. And so the seats do fill up and and you'll Mm -hmm. see when when you get there, tons of information about what it's like, what it's for. There's a short application just to make sure I, I want to make sure 100% 100% a great fit because I also guarantee your your results and your satisfaction. So yeah, but that's it. Simplesuccesscoaching.com slash VIP. And then the other thing I would say, if people are active on LinkedIn, love LinkedIn. So if you want to find me on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm definitely the only Dustin Reekman. <laughs> so <laughs> if you can spell my name or even close to it, you'll find me on LinkedIn as well. I'd love to connect there. Yeah. And of course, a link to Simple Success Coaching, the website, the VIP day sign up and to Dustin's LinkedIn profile will all be available on our website at saltmarketing.co. 
But right now, Dustin, it is time for our lightning round questions. These are a few quick questions I like to ask of every guest. Are you ready? Absolutely. All right. First question is, what is the best book you've read recently? Yeah, I just finished a really awesome audio book. Uh, it's called The Gap in the Gain. Mm. There's actually a series of three books by Dan Sullivan and uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy. But The Gap in the Gain, the basic premise of it is we need to stop measuring ourselves against like a future ideal and only measure your progress looking backward. So always be in the gain rather than feeling like you're in a gap. But that's been really, really impactful for me. Yeah, Definitely get the audiobook because there's like 50% of bonus content. This is interviews with Dan Sullivan. He's like an 80 year old sage. Uh, it's like his <laughs> insights and his stories are just like fascinating. Yeah, that's a great tip. All right, next question. What's your favorite thing about the work that you do? I just talked about his relationships, right? So every mm. everyone I help, I get the satisfaction of helping them grow their business. I love helping entrepreneurs. And then for me personally, it's just the connections, the relationships, like every day I meet new awesome people who are ambitious and fun and there's nothing like it. I, I love the whole mastermind yeah. experience that we, we create in our programs. Yeah, great energy. All right, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? In 2017, I was still a full-time traffic engineer and I had been toying with entrepreneurship and side hustles. I've been putting off trying to make this leap into entrepreneurship for years and it was purely because I was treating it as a permanent decision, hmm. uh, but almost nothing is a permanent decision. So for me, that meant, hey, you know what? I could go try this for three months or six months. And if I'm really bad at it, I could just go back and be an engineer again. Like I'm putting so much mm -hmm. pressure on this decision. Um, and so when I finally made that leap, of course, it was way easier than I expected and way more, way more fulfilling than I would have guessed. But I, I couldn't make the decision until I realized it wasn't permanent. I like that. Good advice. All right. Last question. Who or what inspires you? Uh, definitely my wife. Bethany and I, we've been married for 22 years. Um, she's incredibly selfless. Like our bigger purpose is being good stewards and helping my clients and, and, and her students. She's a special ed teacher. Like we're all kind of viewing things through the paradigm of helping people and equipping people to be good stewards. Mm -hmm. She inspires me every day with the work that she does. She's extremely selfless at work and with our kids and, and with me. So that's a, that's a pretty easy answer. Yeah, I think our audience can relate to that mindset. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of Worth Your Salt, Dustin. Absolutely, Jennifer. It's all my pleasure. Thank you. I also want to thank our listeners. And while I mention this every week, it seems especially relevant today. If you're ready for your Worth Your Salt debut, tell us about your expertise by emailing us at grow at saltmarketing.co. Be sure to subscribe on our website so you never miss an episode. Finally, leave us a review or give the show a handful of stars wherever you get your content. That's all for this episode of Worth Your Salt. Be sure to join me again next Thursday. In the meantime, let's get out there and shake things up. Mm -hmm.